0: Heavenly Father, I thank you uh, for each and every member that that works here uh, professionally. I thank you for those that that volunteer. I thank you for those that that get the fact that uh, we are here basically by your invitation. Lord, you allow us to to gather, uh, to be fed and nourished by your word. You you give us gifts uh, to make a difference in the world. And we're going to hear about that and be encouraged in that again uh, in this message. And so I pray that you would allow us to turn off all the distraction, all the noise, uh, and just focus on you, our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, Hugh. Appreciate that. So Jesus tells a parable. He says, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the 99 in the open country and go after that lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. It is in the same way, God continues, that there will be rejoicing in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Rejoicing over one sinner who repents. It's a great big festival that happens when someone turns from a life of sin to a life of following Christ. That is a reason to celebrate. Now, we've had some celebrations here, right? Uh, Some good old American pastimes. We've had football, and we've had cars, and summer weather, sort of, right? And we're going to have maybe popsicles, all these great American pastimes. And it's just a a great time to be in this community and just be thankful for the gifts that we have. But it is not lost on me what this weekend is. This is September 11, 2022. We are 21 years, if those of you who were alive 21 years ago, it wasn't much long before this worship service where our country faced some of its darkest days in our recent history. There were planes that were leveled into the World Trade Center and into the Pentagon and one that crashed into Shanksville, Pennsylvania, Flight 93. There was chaos. There was lives lost. There was absolute devastation. And it just changed our perceptions and our perspectives of those of you around then. um, You had a whole different lens. What you thought was was great and, and maybe a sense of security was rocked to the core back then and maybe hasn't quite fully recovered. I was working as an ambulance, emergency medical technician out in Oakland, California, when this happened. Now, I was not on shift. So what happens there, for those that were not on shift, is we were called to be on standby just in case there was some tragic events that happened out in the West Coast, much like out this way. And so we were there, just in case. And we watched the same scenes that you maybe watched, where the... Planes going into the towers. We watched the heavy equipment taking pieces of rubble and debris off. We watched construction workers and and firefighters and police officers and chaplains and various restaurant people trying to do what they can to make a difference in just this thing we could never prepare for. People sorting through rubble and rust and I had an opportunity over the course of the years to talk to some people who were there at Ground Zero. Some chaplains, some firefighters, some construction workers. And not only do they recount the sights and the scenes, but the smells and the horrors. And then just the the sheer fatigue. Because those rescue efforts didn't just happen one day, they went on for weeks. Weeks. And people would come from all over the world, even as far as Sydney, Australia, to make a difference, to maybe, just maybe save one life. And when it got to the point where it looked like life wasn't going to be able to be saved, it went into a recovery effort because every person mattered then. It didn't matter if you were a CEO or if you were homeless. Those that were gathering there trying to make a difference wanted to show that that individual mattered. And they were doing all kinds of things, willing to go into harm's way to make sure they were valued, maybe saved, maybe reunited with their families so that they could have a service. Now let me take you back to the the parable that Jesus had for today. Jesus is using this teaching to show that everyone is valuable. He's being confronted by a group of people that do not like his activity. The, the Pharisees, the scribes, and some society folks that do not like the people that Jesus is associating with. You see, Jesus is associating with tax collectors, and in the Jewish society, these were Jewish citizens that were basically taking from their brothers and sisters and giving monies and financial blessings to Rome and sometimes pocketing in a little bit for themselves. They weren't the greatest of character people. And nobody liked being around them. Jesus was also hanging out with prostitutes and, and other types of sinners. He was being invited into the homes of these outcasts, breaking bread with them, doing life with them, to show them another way. And the religious leaders and the, the society leadership at the time. They did not like what they were seeing. And so they complained to Jesus and Jesus tells this parable, who of you, if you've lost a sheep, is just going to leave it there? And Jesus wanted to show that every life was valuable. Every life mattered. Right? He was teaching those that were in, lost in this life of sin. He says, look, repent and believe. The kingdom is at hand. I am here with you. There is an, another way. Do not live for just the moment. Live in light of eternity. That was the message that Jesus wanted to convey. He came to seek and to save the lost and to call all people to repentance. That's what we get to do. We get to look at life through a completely different lens, right? Be shaped by maybe life's events, but, but maybe even be shaped by the gospel message. Because the reality is, there are times where we, like I said at the beginning of worship, we're apt to wander, we're apt to sin. Uh, we need a Savior. We need to live life a little differently. Right. How many of you had an opportunity over the weekend to be downtown with the Auto Fest and maybe you were amongst a sea of people? Yeah, shoulder to shoulder with cars and and people, and just a lot of fun, maybe, good weather. Do you realize that you were probably shoulder to shoulder with someone that did not know Christ in the midst of that? You were walking with people, mingling with people from all walks of life, from every tribe. Different creeds, different religions. Some believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and some don't. Some, some say, yes, I'm a sinner, and I need his rescue. And some say, sin? <laughs> That's something the church made up to keep you down. They don't even know they're lost. They live for the moment. They're born. They grow up. They get a job. They, they try and meet life's goals. They every once in a while have a, a great chance of, of some entertainment. And then, you know, something happens and they, they're gone. And for them, that's it. But we know different it's not yet. It. No, at that point, they, if they do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they're eternally cut off from their Creator they're dead. They no longer exist. Maybe it changes your perspective a little bit, right? You and I were here on a Sunday morning because the Holy Spirit grabbed a hold of our hearts using his word, using someone in your life, to say that you matter, God using the means of grace, whether it was baptism or or communion, to say you matter to me, you are here because you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And when you look to the cross and you recognize, yeah, Jesus hung on something like that for for me, and, and he paid a price that I should have been paying, it can change our perspectives. It can change your, your values. Now you have the opportunity to, to value what God honors, right? He values honor and integrity, good character. He values holiness and goodness and compassion and love for others and a recognition that we cannot do it alone. We need his help. And he's done it for us. He's done it for us. Every soul is valuable. Well, we know what happens when we don't value human souls. We've seen it. Evil men who did not like our ideologies here in America decided to take actions and perform some heinous acts in the form of terrorism here against our, our fellow citizens back 21 years ago. But we see it on a regular basis also. People who do not value others for whatever reason, for whatever prejudice that they may have, or preconceived notion. And when we let that kind of attitude permeate and win, sin wins. But God has a different way. And God made sure that sin ultimately wouldn't win. He came to seek and to search and to sift through the ruins and the wreckage and the stench of our sin-filled lives to give us true life and to give us a reason to have hope. And then he empowers us to make a difference. You see, the search and rescue mission that Jesus has has that he recounted here in Luke 15 has been ongoing since Adam and Eve fell into sin and will continue until God's ready to call us all home to him in paradise. It's an active, ongoing search and rescue mission, and you get to be a part of it. You're not on standby. You have an active role. You get to have an active role. And making a difference in the lives of others. That's why I'm excited when I see a little one baptized. When we have the baptismal font here. That's why I'm excited to welcome in some new teaching staff that are going to use their gifts. And and make a difference in the lives of some of our young ones here. Teaching them about Jesus. That's what gets me excited. Because you want to know what the greatest tragedy in the world is? If we, the church, do nothing, that's the greatest tragedy. If we do nothing to share the hope of Christ Jesus with others, how many people are going to close their eyes on this side of paradise not knowing Jesus Christ is Lord? And if we sit on our hands and do nothing, wow, may that never, ever be. We have an opportunity to show how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. Uh, We have an opportunity to gather uh, for his word and for the sacraments and to be strengthened in our faith. We don't have to have the answers. We just step out in faith and answer the call to use our lives to be a blessing to others. Amen? Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and lives in Christ Jesus. Amen.